Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 5th of November. We get the US employment report today with higher frequency data showing that there continues to be strength in the labour market recovery in the States. Look for probably positive revisions to past numbers as that's been something of a trend of late. There's been a lot of excitement about the strength of the labour market in the States, but as Fed Chair Powell's speechwriter noted in the Fed Chair's recent comments, it's hard to say that labour markets are behind any of the recent inflation, mainly because there's almost no evidence that there is a shortage of used car salespeople in the United States. The participation rate has been a focus recently because it's been slower to recover. This is clearly not because people are sitting around on benefits refusing to work. The evidence is that participation is almost entirely unaffected by benefits levels, but it might reflect issues around childcare and possibly also early retirement. The number may also underreport reality with the recent extraordinary growth of business startups. Those TikTok creators selling merch are employed too, just not in a way that the Bureau of Labour Statistics probably recognises. The Bank of England indulged in the quid games yesterday. Financial market participants thought they knew what was going on with the game that they were playing and then ended up getting hurt when the bank failed to raise rates though the Bank of England did signal it would probably raise rates at some point. In theory, a UK rate hike could happen this year. The reality is more likely to push it into 2022. The event doesn't really have to be having a great deal of economic significance, but it is overall perhaps a timely reminder that when policy is made by a committee, it is perhaps unwise to extrapolate a few comments from some members into an absolute certainty. Nothing in economics is absolute. The US administration has been critical of OPEC, suggesting that an increase in oil prices may be threatening the global economic recovery. This is really a rather 1970s way of thinking, and it's not necessarily true. Oil isn't nearly as economically important as it used to be. Moreover, in the 1970s, the oil price had reduced global consumer spending, because it was a transfer of money from the US, which spent, to OPEC, which saved. Today, that isn't true. OPEC consumers are happy to go and spend with almost the same reckless abandon that US consumers indulge in. Of course, politically, the oil price matters in the States, because US consumers get upset every time they fill up the family fleet of sports utility vehicles with fuel, and higher oil prices represent a shift in the composition of global consumption. The US administration has been muttering darkly about using all tools at its disposal to lower the oil price. Elsewhere on the data calendar, there are some industrial production data from France, Spain and Germany. It is worth noting in passing at least, as global manufacturing continues to churn out products at near record levels. Euro area retail sales are perhaps a little less exciting, but they are covering a period when Europe was more or less open after the pandemic and should reflect Europeans putting their savings to work in the economy. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only.
As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.